Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Hiya, it's me, <laughs> Katie Petrick, and I'm joined today, as always, by Mr. David Fiorazzo. Happy yes. Election Day, everybody. Ooh. Did you know? Did you know today did you is vote? Election Day? Yeah, did you vote? I don't have my sticker yet because I, I have voted. To, I have to go vote yet. But anyway, you do. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe, never mind. Maybe I voted absentee and you don't get stickers. Anyway, now speaking <laughs> of uh, making your voice heard, I do want to show some love to our sponsor, Switch to America. We've been talking about how we're crazy around here, the whole world, and we have supply chain issues and we have record setting inflation and we have sky high gas prices and no dollars in our wallets anymore. But for those little dollars that you have left, it's important to remember the small businesses that are right here in this country, the good old US of A. And to do so, to remember those businesses, we can start by visiting our friends at switchtoamerica.com. That's right, Katie, switch to America. Visit switchtoamerica.com right now to see all the alternatives to the everyday items you use that are made right here in the USA. Again, switch to america.com if you love this country please support american companies all right and tonight yes since you already voted and you're going to be waiting on those election results to come in you might as well watch our good friend dr jake jacobs Yay. who is kicking off part three of his new series Price. a brief history of american political parties now at 7 p.m central he's going to be looking at the democratic fight for a great society and civil rights simply download our freedom project media app to watch the full series and since today is election day for the midterms you know we're going to have a thing or two to say once the results come in so join us tomorrow 7 p.m for our after school e special election special katie Dr. Jake Jacobs, Alex Newman, and myself. We're going to be diving into the results and what they mean for the future of our country. 7 p.m. Central tomorrow night. I know I'm going to have a few thoughts. Uh, one can, or two. Yeah, just one or two thoughts or three or four. And yeah. I'm going to have them on Healthy Republic, which you should also tune in for. But anyway, yes, yes. we're going to talk about tonight right now. We have a transgender teacher in Maryland who is fired after disturbing video surfaces from the inside of a LGBTQ safe space. And that, that space was inside of the teacher's own schoolroom. It was a room in the school. Really? The teacher controlled that room. Really? And it was a safe space. Okay. And it, it wasn't, it, David, tell us about how it's not really safe. <sighs> Well, can we just go back to some of the basics that when someone changes their name legally, you can respectfully call them by their new name. Okay. If they say, you, you see this in headlines all the time, a person transitioned to, you know, female from male. I'm a Bible-believing Christian, and I believe in the God of creation, male and female, you cannot reassign what God designed. So just so you know, the way we use language sometimes, we're, we're not going along with this ideology. We're reading it as the article describes this person. In this case, the guy's name is Willa Horde, who, quote, transitioned from a male, which is impossible, but we're just saying what the story says. So the headline, there, there he is right there in both pictures, that's him. That's William, 
uh, is it was it was William and now it's Willa. So private DMs, scantily clad students, and police meet the trans teacher who has parents alarmed. This is in Maryland, uh, Chesapeake High School in Pasadena, not California, but Maryland. Um, they waited months, the school did, to suspend this teacher after receiving video evidence of inappropriate behavior. So we're watching the video now. You're seeing a little bit of this. This is in a classroom, friends. This is in a classroom, and you're seeing things that, that's a little creepy right there. Mm -hmm. um, oh my goodness. I, you know, libs of TikTok, kudos to them. They received videos reportedly taken from inside the high school classroom in the footage from this Chesapeake High School history classroom. Uh, so it wasn't social studies or English this time. It was history. Uh, Which you is can, social studies. Yeah, yeah really. You that can, is what they You can yeah. see students engaging in what appears to be either mimicking or sexual acts and a minor wearing a sexually inappropriate outfit on school grounds. Uh, this type of behavior on school grounds would make any sane person ask, what kind of institution would let students behave like this? So they did some digging, and Katie, I'll let you pick up the story. Well, yes, basically, William Willa Horde, again, male teacher who teaches social studies and history and has this little safe space in the back of the room. Uh, he also runs the Gender and Sexuality Alliance organization at the school. Ah, and the so, as we've talked about many a time on the show, the GSA, as it's called, it's supposed to be a student-run organization that unites the LGBTQ plus and allied youth to build community and organize around issues impacting them in their schools and communities. GSAs have evolved beyond their traditional role to serve as a safe space for the LGBTQ plus youth in middle schools and high schools, mm. and they've emerged as vehicles for deep social change related to the racial, gender, and educational justice. And what you saw the many times now that we've showed the video is that space that they have physically put into his classroom is what he would consider his safe space for the GSA and all the folks. What high school kids interpret that is it's a free for all to do whatever they want, whenever they want, apparently, yeah. because the, the parents didn't know about this until it was a, a student member of the GSA made a, a media post that claimed both students and teachers uh, would be disciplined for dead naming. And dead naming is basically, uh, well, his name's William and say, how dare you so, call him William? That's dead naming, so that's we, not his name. We dead named a few times already We've dead named, yes. And so when that post was <laughs> like made out, then they were able, there was more that people went into it. But as you can see, uh, the posts that were put out by the GSA organization on their little Instagram or whatnot says, no wonder teachers are quitting. This is Chesapeake High School. And it's kind of hard to, to actually read what it says. But a friend, fr friendly reminder that dead naming can and does count as sexual harassment. Feel free to remind the administrators of this when uh, reporting an incident. And then just goes on and on and on about all of the things that basically students are going to do at the school because, hey, they're running roughshod over the school at this point, the students of this GSA. I, I want to go back to those initials mm. and what they stand for. Okay, I think years ago um, there was the LGBT, 
And then they added Q, then they added the plus, then they added the I, A, and whatever, the, as you uh, refer to as the alphabet soup. soup. Yeah. Um, then uh, a couple decades ago was the GLSEN, G-L-S-E-N, yeah. Gay, Lesbian, Straight edu- Education Network, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and now there's GSA, and this was new to me, Gender and Sexuality Alliance. This is in your son or daughter's school if they go to a public school. GSAs are around the country now. Don't say, oh, I live in a small town. They're not in my son or daughter's school. Oh, yeah. That would be mm-hmm. a bit naive. By now, I, th- I hope you recognize that. So why do we do this? We're trying to raise awareness about what is actually happening. And when you get video evidence of this stuff and you see the picture of the guy, William, and going by Willa now, uh, apparently... You, you know, this is happening across the country. How many teachers, Katie, can you remember how many trans teachers or radical on the LGBTQ side have we exposed? And even before, even before educated on the Dr. Duke show, we, I mean, it never stops. There's never a lack of headlines. We have to decide what stories to touch on and report on on this program every it's week. It's true. And this is an important one because if, again, you're saying it's not in our school and, and whatnot, my kid listens to me, I'm mom and dad, <laughs> well, buckle up because this school, uh, Horde, was actually referred to as a mom in various DMs, as they're called, direct messages from, well, his handle had been Billy H. And so Billy H., would be messaging your students what not not about school issues but just about you know life issues and, and all of this all of this different stuff and it's like the one message that was sent out in may was y'all are the be- absolute best and i'm old and about to go to bed just saw the link and i thought i would sign on carry on be gay start a revolution yeah we have mom's permission to go cause chaos that's one student writing back to billy h calling the teacher my mom Ooh. or your mom like mom yikes um, and, and so well katie it does take a village it do, it i'm does, kidding it i'm does kidding it took a village all right uh but yeah they're they're <laughs> this is what billy is spending time doing is messaging your kids at nighttime saying hey go out and 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 be free and then when they graduate he, he's all all excited congratulating the, the people who graduated in may of, of 2022 saying, now that you have graduated, I can be reached by private message for all the info on tattoo politics and religion. So, oh, I mean, great. you think that the teachers have them until they're 18 and they graduate? No, no. Then they really have them afterwards. Wow. Uh, still to come, a university in Wyoming makes history, welcoming the first biological man into a sorority. What could go wrong, said Pandora's box. Stay with us. That's next. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. Well, David, do you remember 
those movies back in the good old days, Revenge of the Nerds or Animal House, or basically half of the movies out of the 80s at least that had fraternities and sororities. That's right. Now, guys always wanted to get into those sororities. But women, never the fraternities. I always. uh, I would never want to step into a fraternity either. But hey, it's 2022. (laughs) Just claim you're a girl and then you can join those sororities. You don't need to sneak in anymore. You just say, hey, I'm a girl. Let me in. And so the University of Wyoming, interestingly enough, uh, has the Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority, the KKG, not to be confused with KGB, but they (laughs) welcome this fall their first open transgender student, Artemis Langford. What a name. Artemis Langford is a KKG. Uh, and uh, he, she said, I feel so glad to be in a place that I think not only shares my values, but to be in a sisterhood of awesome women that want to make history. They want to break the glass ceiling, trailblazing, you know, and I certainly feel that as their first trans member, at least in the chapter in Wyoming history. Okay, Artemis, how dare you invoke the glass ceiling? Uh, That's for women. Glass ceiling, women. That's funny. No. Just just no. Now, according to the National KKG Guide for Supporting Our LGBTQIA Plus Members, this is in 2021, the fact that each of these national organizations of like sororities and fraternities have to have their own section now of a guide for supporting their LGBTQIA plus members. Uh, and in compliance with the mm-hmm. guidelines that was set by the National uh, Pan-Hellenic Council back in 2018, Kappa Kappa Gamma is a single gender organization Got it? Single gender organization comprised of women and individuals who identify as women. Oh, and. Okay, that and. is not then single gender. Yeah. But I'm con- <laughs> Can you see the confusion <sighs> here? Whose governing documents do not discriminate in membership selection except by requiring good scholarship and ethical character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All chapters are expected to adhere to these documents. Still, they do say that each chapter has the final choice of their members and one must be accepted based on majority vote. And so Langford's acceptance, therefore, it's a result of the local acceptance by the University of Wyoming students, females, mostly all of them, I guess, at this point. Now, as uh, Langford also said, our Greek life here on campus, and I think nationwide as well, offers so many resources and so many opportunities and I am really glad that people can partake in that and be welcomed and not afraid that they'll be rejected. Things that shouldn't matter like what their identity is or what their orientation is or what their color of their skin is or hey at this point nothing matters. Nothing can be I guess sacred anymore to these people. Hmm. You couldn't have just started your own like hey trans organization. Leave the Greek organizations alone because you know what? When, when the Greek organizations were first founded, mm, pretty sure they did not allow for this whole transing of their organizations. There were fraternities and sororities. That's it. Let them be what they are. I'm wondering how far back I need to go here, but I won't go back too far. Just 2017, and I, he used the word partake. I, I wish more, par, more, more people would partake in the truth. Um, in my book, Redefining Truth, I wrote about when Target, was first changing their laws and adding transgender bathrooms and their bathroom policy in their stores. I wrote about many headlines that you never saw because the mainstream media went along with the charade and the delusion of men posing as women or boys posing as girls to go in there. They would put hidden cameras. 
you can look at there's documented head, headlines uh, men or boys arrested for trying to get pictures of girls in these restrooms and target and dressing rooms and other places other corporations that went along with this we know the issue in girls sports and women's sports with men competing now we've got sororities so <laughs> The question is nothing sacred anymore and it's not because and that's part of the plan part of the plan is to destroy to deconstruct the idea of gender it's now it's it's malleable it's changeable right because they have redefined truth they've rejected god anything goes so whatever man says now so this is part of the agenda and it's we're not surprising but wyoming is interesting the university of wyoming and that they're messing with sororities now to me that was Okay, I mean, I saw it in high schools. What, what red-blooded American boy that's a teenager would not want to say, hmm, if I can pretend I'm a girl, I can probably get into girls' locker rooms. I mean, that's the most, I mean, basic, you know what I mean? It's deviant way to think, but if I was, I would, anyway, if I was. I never did, though. Good job. Not in my time. Now, coming up, the prestigious <laughs> campus of Stanford. Oh, geez. They're dealing with a situation of free room and board after discovering a man pretended to be a student and lived on campus for nearly a year without the school ever knowing. We're going to talk about that next. Do you love America? Are you a patriot who desires to preserve the freedoms we enjoy for generations to come? Then let's take action. Every few days, we give our money to the big box stores. How we spend our dollars could be the most important vote. Do these stores promote freedom and American values? Is that where we should be buying our everyday household products for the rest of our lives? What if we just stop? What if we shopped with a family-owned manufacturer who believes in preserving our freedoms? That's why SwitchToAmerica.com was created. SwitchToAmerica.com gives patriots the ability to walk away from the big box stores forever. This is a movement that pledges allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. SwitchToAmerica.com Take action if you love this country. Here is a great way to show it. SwitchToAmerica.com Well, speaking of sneaking into a housing area where you're not supposed to be, we have, we have a man who's been posing as a student and living on Stanford University's Palo Alto campus for nearly a year. Now, the non-student student, I guess, is William Curry, who graduated from Vistavia, Vestavia Hills High School in Birmingham, Alabama in 2021. And he was just removed from the Stanford campus after allegedly attempting to take a television from Crothers Hall after living in the building's basement for huh. several weeks. And this is reported by the student newspaper. Now, students who were living in the dorm said that Curry has lived in the dorm since the second week of the quarter, and he socialized with the other residents and was let into the dorm regularly by sympathetic RAs, oh. or residence advisor, residence okay. hall advisor. Okay, sympathetic, RAs, that's right? interesting. Um, he also said that he, he like told, he had a whole story, like he had to have this whole like thing figured out so he could get in. Uh, he said he was studying neuroscience, and according to screenshots that were obtained by the student newspaper, and messages sent with the whole like Crothers Hall dorm Slack channel. It, it's a whole thing. Anyway, uh, they basically the RAs had requested like repeatedly, "Hey, can we get an actual roster of residents living in this hall?" And they never got it. How could a school? <laughs> this is where where the story just gets me. How could 
the RAs not have an actual like, like roster of who's supposed to be living in this building, like who, to be safe for the safety of this. We don't even know who's living here. So how are we supposed to know to kick anyone out? Well, apparently the screenshot they had taken said that the Crothers basement has temporary rooms that the university uses for students requiring a transition in housing. So if there was a maintenance issue, um, if it was unsafe to stay in a room, which apparently it's unsafe, un safe to stay in that entire hall because they're letting anyone in um on several occasions they've asked for a roster of the residents living in the basement and they were told it couldn't be accommodated because it would just be a student privacy violation to do so to not know who's in the building wow anyway wow hey this is just one of the stanford campuses <sighs> now without such a roster we the ras ultimately can't verify who should and shouldn't be in the dorm this is a policy we have pushed back against and will continue to push back against so we have the students actually being the adults about this trying to push back on like knowing who's in the building uh but we had a freshman named olivia Rodi when found out about William Curry not actually being a student said it was shocking just realizing that he lied to us we just went along with it we totally believed him we were panicking about being put in the Crothers uh, basement next year this sounds like you replace her her name and in, in a little bit of detail there about every school child everyone it was shocking just realizing that the teachers lied to us we just went along with it we totally believed them see how i just could change that whole thing up interesting mm -hmm. how it works um but this is not the first rodeo at this campus where this has happened uh so back 15 years ago there was an 18 year old woman from orange county who posed as a first year student and lived in two of the different halls and then in 2018 a homeless man spent a night in another one of their halls and so this whole story concocted by William Curry uh, was that he ran track and that he was recruited and all this, but it turns out there was someone who went to his high school who was also living there and was like, that's not possible. But then they, he was like, oh, okay. And they just went along with it as well. It's insane. I think it's odd. Went to his high school. That means yeah. in, in Alabama. In Alabama. And, he and can, how yep. odd it is they both end up at Stanford. It's weird. Um, but you know what? I, it makes you wonder, this must be happening. To what degree is it happening around the country at other universities? Because you know it's happening, but this is just bizarre where, you know, people are there. And the homeless, I mean, they can just sneak in a door unseen and, and get down to the basement and stay overnight. One overnight doesn't surprise me, but a length of time that we're talking about with this guy, wow. Well, and, and just to finish this one off, he apparently had lived in another place and then he had come over here. So he's been a squatter. So he's, he's just, this guy's a squatter. Anyway, <laughs> still to come, the Presbyterian Church of America says it is now adding a new denominational statistic, non-binary slash genderqueer. What? I'm sure David has a, a few things, just a few things to say on this one. Stay with us. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment for Katie, David, or any of our other show hosts, simply visit stayeducated.org. That's stayeducated.org and submit your question or comment. Our team loves to hear from you and might just give you a shout out on air. Again, visit stayeducated.org and connect with us. Okay, I need to go back to the basics on this one. Um, just disturbing but not surprising, and my apologies if you belong to the Presbyterian uh, Association in that de denomination in America, but what is a church? In the Bible, Acts 2.42 says the apostles in the early church after Jesus ascended, they devoted themselves to 
teaching God's word, so they taught scriptures, to fellowship, meaning they gathered together, and to the breaking of bread, communion, the Lord's Supper, and prayed together, and to prayer. Those were four pillars, four keys that made up a church in the early church. And the Greek word translated church, the New Testament, it's called ekklesia. It, it's a literal translation, a called out assembly or a gathering of people. So the building is not a church, the people, believers, followers of Jesus Christ, that makes up the church. So the, it is, again, it's not a denomination, it is the people. And the people of Christ are called to be set apart from the world, right? Do not conform to the world's ways, Romans 12, 2 says. So one more thing in your little mini lesson here, to be sanctified means to be set apart. And let's go back to the headline here now, where it says Presbyterian Church USA adds non-binary gender queer category to denominational statistics. Did I get that right? Statistics? What? So why is the church worried about statistics that really don't line up with biblical morality and the, and the teachings of the Bible. So the Presbyterian Church has become part of that left-wing church movement in America. Not all, I'm not putting them all in the same basket, please understand that, but I am saying these denominations have lurched to the left. They've veered left, meaning they're getting away from the Bible. It's called apostasy. Apostasy means a departure from the truth. Um, so the General Assembly gathered, they get this statistical information from Presbyterian churches across the country, and for next year's update, they say, expect to see some changes in what is reported. Katie, I just want to get your comments on this, because I could go on all day, but we are running out of time, so I want to give you your, t your thoughts here, Well, in, in, your time. Well, I reading the quotes from the manager <laughs> of denominational roles and statistics, Chris Valerius, yes. uh, you know, said, hey, we always ask, you know, how many female members are in the church and how many men in it, but the fact that the quote says, if we want to be inclusive, oh. then we have to start asking, because you should be aware of who's part of your church. If we want to be inclusive, David, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna blow these yeah these words do we want to be inclusive is, in the sense of well we must know if you're a gender non-binary not male female as god intended just your thoughts these these words are irrelevant when it comes to the church inclusive diversity equity all these words inclusion Forget it. Throw them out. It doesn't matter. Now, let's say, let's clearly say, God so loved the world that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. That's for whoever, whoever would believe. You are welcome to go to any church in America. Uh, if, if they let you in, they, and they should, you are welcome. But don't bring your BS from the world and expect the church to change. But here's the problem. The church is changing. It's conforming to the world's ways and saying, well, let's consider now how we can be more inclusive. We don't need to do that. Preach the gospel. Preach the truth of Jesus. And just, just go back to how church is supposed to be church. Thank and, you. And this is why David is also a preacher. All right. Well, hey, you out there, after just watching this, you may have a little aggression <laughs> to get out as well. So maybe if you just go click and hit that like button, don't smash it. Don't smash it because you don't want to, you know, hurt your 
screen. But hey, just, you know, subscribe to us and like what we're doing over here uh, if you're on social media. And if you're not, wherever you're watching on our app, that's awesome. Please, though, also go and uh, go to stayeducated.org. Give us a little feedback. Give us a little ideas. Maybe say a couple prayers in there for David as he needs to... He needs to cool off over there. But anyway, remember to check out tonight, part three of Dr. Jake's new series, A Brief History of American Political Parties. Yes. It happens at 7 p.m. Central. Now for uh, hot David over there and cool myself. Lord help (laughs) us. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting this show. And until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2022.